If you find yourself working from home these days, and let's face it, we're all working from home these days, and are looking for a simple way to operate your business by phone, you might want to check out Grasshopper. Grasshopper, the new virtual phone system designed specifically for entrepreneurs. Grasshopper works like a traditional phone system without any of the hassle. That's because you don't have to buy any hardware or install any software. Everything is done virtually. You can manage it online or by phone. That means callers can reach you wherever you are, any time of the day, on your cell phone. Check out trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV confidential to check out how it works. With Grasshopper, you will sound more professional. You can run your business from anywhere while keeping your work life and your family life separate. Go to trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV confidential and save $50 on your first order. You get a toll free or local number for your business with multiple extensions. You can set up each extension with custom call forwarding to any phone in the world, as well as send or receive text messages from your business number. Get voicemails emailed to you as audio attachments and a whole lot more. Plans start as low as 12 bucks a month and there's a 30 day money back guarantee. Go to trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV confidential and save $50 on your first order. That's trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV Confidential. Trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV Confidential. Hi, this is Diane Cannon. You're listening to TV Confidential. Hooray for Hollywood. You may be homely in your neighborhood. Ed Robertson with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on this station at the usual time. Our guests will include... Oscar nominee and three-time Golden Globe Award-nominated actor Eric Roberts. We hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, Phil Grace is with us to close out this week's program with another edition of The Sounds of Lost Television. Phil Grace, founder and owner of Archival Television Audio, the only extensive television audio archive in existence on the Internet, featuring thousands of rare audio soundtracks, that in many cases represent the only broadcast record of not just original television programs from the 50s, 60s, and 70s, but original news bulletins and television news specials, the audio of which simply does not exist anywhere else. More information, atvaudio.com. Phil, welcome back to the program. My pleasure, Ed. Thank you for having me. Thank you for sharing this treasure trove of, of lost television sounds with us. Phil, why is it that so many of these programs are not available in, in video format, and how did you manage to capture so many of them in audio? In 1956, um, to be precise, October 31st, the very first videotaped broadcast was aired. It was CBS Evening News with Douglas Edwards. And from that point on, videotape came more and more an option for producers to be able to delay what had to be in the past, live broadcasts. And as time went on and more videotape was used early in the game, the one aspect that did not exist with film or kinescopes that videotape offered was that you could reuse the videotape. You could not reuse a kinescope. You could not reuse a film. It was forever until it disintegrated. Uh, people had these quads stored for a while, producers. Mind you, these quads, they weighed 26 pounds for one hour's worth of programming. They cost in 1956 and 56 dollars, 
six hundred dollars. Wow. Imagine what people today use. They yeah. they for a dollar and a half you could buy a mini DV the same amount of time an hour, and uh, you can store four billion of them. Here, storage was a factor because of the size of these tapes and also the cost. So the um, uh, the mindset with a lot of executive producers were not to be able to uh, make money off of these. Uh, there were no blockbusters in those days. There was not cable TV. There was no Internet. Um, there was no concept of how can we use this financially to our benefit. Let's erase it. We're going to save money. And that's what they did. In fact, the first 10 years of The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson from October 1st, 1962 through May of 72, uh, primarily 1970, but there were still a lot of holes through 72 when they moved the show from New York to California. Only a handful of those shows remained as uh, broadcasts. They're all gone. They, they erased all of them. And it, it's tragic because think about how many wonderful shows today would be of great value to um, the community, those who love to be able to reminisce, uh, authors, biographers, historians. Uh, we, we had a window of time, about 25 years. I can think of no other expression or art form where so much material uh, was basically lost, and it was from the late 40s through the early 1970s. Well, it is a tragedy, but fortunately, uh, folks, um, you know, it, it is people you know, such as Phil. And, 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 and as a reminder, um, Phil is a documentarian by trade. Uh, he's, he has 40 years' experience um, as, as, a, as a cinematographer on such documentaries for PBS, and Phil you know, very early on in his career, Phil put his documentarian skills to use and was one of, was probably the, the first person to, to, to have the foresight to, to think about you know, recording a lot of these shows on audio. So at least we have some sort of record of, the, of these shows that are otherwise not available. Well, there have been some others. In, in the years that I have uh, uh, dealt with uh, this type of material, and I, I'll tell you what, what's so nice to... to I have the same passion today um, at this point in my life, uh, similar to uh, when I began when I was uh, 15 years old. And that's what keeps you, that's what keeps you so young. Um, yeah. uh, what do you have for us tonight, Phil? Well, tonight I have a very favorite series of mine. Here's Hollywood. Uh, it was a interview show uh, that uh, debuted September 26, 1960. And it uh, stayed on the air until December 28, 1962. So in that two-and-a-half-year period of time, here's Hollywood would go with a mobile unit very early in the game. You had a videotape mobile unit, unlike Edward Alfaro's person-to-person, where days in advance technicians would go into Marlon Brando's home and set up lights and set up these huge cameras, and then they would have um, a coax going into uh, uh, the studio where they had a split screen or they had a TV screen. You saw Murrow in the studio smoking, and uh, he would ask questions, and then there would be a response. Unlike that format, this was the 
very first time that such a mobile unit was put together where they would go to the homes of celebrities in Los Angeles. And they would do little 11-minute interviews. What made it so special for me was that the typical individual that they would interview was someone who very rarely would appear on a talk show. Um, I I have interviews with Buster Keaton. I have, inter- I have an interview with Bronco Billy Anderson, who talks about making the great train robbery, mm-hmm. 1903, making 50 cents a day. Mary Pickford. Uh, very, very infrequently did Glenn Ford ever do an interview. He was on. I taped Clint Eastwood. Uh, on and on and on. You had people who very rarely did the circuit, like a Richard Whitmark or a Montgomery Cliff. And these shows, they were on in the afternoon, in New York at 4.30, I believe it was 4.30 for 25 minutes, and um, they did two interviews per show. They, the show began with Dean Miller and Joanne Jordan, and later on Jack Linkletter replaced Dean Miller and Helen O'Connell replaced Joanne Jordan. And I took about a two-week period, and I logged whatever I could find. I'm still short by maybe 10%, but I logged every guest that appeared. And there are over 1,000 interviews during that period of time. Unbelievable, 1,000 interviews. And what makes it so remarkable is that with the exception of about 40 of these, which um, preside currently at the UCLA Motion Picture and TV Archive, no record of this program exists except for the audio air checks that I recorded. I recorded 72 audio air checks, 72 interviews. And we're going to hear a few of them right now. This is a, a montage of some of the guests that, uh, that, uh, that were interviewed on the NBC daytime interview program. Here's Hollywood. Hi. I'm Dean Miller, and here's Hollywood, around the world known as the city of excitement and glamour. Hollywood, home of the fabulous stars of motion pictures and television. Today and every weekday, you're invited to peek into their homes and their careers as Helen O'Connell and I go calling. Hi, I'm Helen O'Connell, and here's Hollywood. Today I'll be meeting a king, Roderick Crawford, star of television's king. Jack Webb, the man who made all the king's men. Way to meet George Raft, a man who came from one of the roughest sections of the English pub to meet an actor, as unpredictable as the English weather, Van Johnson. John Cassavetes, after this message. And two, Andy Devine, who is one of my way to meet a man who's made the world laugh as no other man has, Buster Keaton. Then it will meet with Gene Autry and hear about... Bob Denver, better known as the teenage beatnik mayor. Hi, I'm Jack Linkletter, and here's Hollywood coming. Anthony Quinn, who's already won two Oscars for his work in the show. Talking about James Garner. The Valley Ranch of Joel I'm on McCray. my way to Tarzana for a visit with Bud Abbott. With the late Lucas Lon Chaney. Star Robert Culp and his actress wife Nancy Ash at their Encino home. And I'm on my way to New York Shakespeare Theater in Central Park. David Niven appeared in 20 years. actor George C. Scott a great and his wife actress Colleen Dewhurst. 
both George and visit Barry Sullivan and his two daughters and his new Beverly Hills. Billy Gilbert, the roly-poly comedian who sneezed his way to fame and fortune, but whose troubled personal life... I'm in Berlin and on my way to see Judy Garland to find out what she hopes the future will hold. Helen O'Connell is visiting an unusual guest, one of the few surviving pioneers of the motion picture industry, Gilbert Maxwell Anderson, better known as Bronco Billy. In 1903, he became the first Western movie... Right now, I'm on my way to visit Ray Milan. Mary Pickford. And I have a date with her in the lobby for one of her rare television interviews. Rawhide's Clint Eastwood. I'm and, about to uh, see one Glenn. of the most relaxed people I've ever met, Glenn Ford. I'll find out how he relates. I'm on my way to talk with Neville Brand, a rugged man whose private life is just the opposite of the violent roles that have made him famous. We have a three-month layoff coming up here pretty little bit of Here's Hollywood, the NBC daytime show that originally aired uh, from September 1960 through uh, uh, late December 1962, uh, featuring um, interviews uh, by Dean Miller and Joanne Jordan and later Helen O'Connell. We'll talk some more with Phil about Here's Hollywood on the other side of the break here on TV Confidential. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential... This is who you're missing. Connie Stevens. Don Wells. Eric Braden. Tony Camille. Jansen Williams. Don Most. Roy Finnis. Peter Marshall. Sherry Alberoni. George Slaughter. Dan Castellaneta. Taylor Hicks. Lindsay Wagner. Loretta Swift. And many, many more of your favorite celebrities and people behind the scenes in the world of television. That's TV Confidential. Every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. Accredited by Guinness World Records, welcome to Archival Television Audio, Incorporated. A peerless TV soundtrack archive, preserving the audio from television's first three decades, the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, the golden and silver age of television. For more information, go to atvaudio.com. Be part of our conversation. If you have thoughts on what you've heard tonight, whether you agree or disagree, we want to hear from you. Send us an email, talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net, and we'll work your comments into our next program. Become a TV Confidential confidant and receive unlimited access to the last five years of TV Confidential, plus other members-only content. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com slash join. Hi, this is Constance Towers, and welcome to TV Confidential. Alexa users, you can now listen to TV Confidential on your smart speaker by just saying, Alexa, play TV Confidential. Enabling our Alexa skill is easy. To find out how, go to televisionconfidential.com slash Alexa. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by Uber. Enter the promo code TV Confidential, all one word, when you download the app at get.uber.com slash go slash TV Confidential, and you'll receive a free first ride up to $20. Hi, this is Richard Benjamin, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson along with Phil Grice as we continue our look back at the NBC daytime series Here's Hollywood as part of the Sounds of Lost Television. About 72 audio archives of Here's Hollywood is available at Archival Television Audio, ATVAudio.com. You know, it's interesting, Phil. We mentioned in our first segment that one of the hosts of Here's Hollywood was Helen O'Connell. As a kid, I remember Helen O'Connell used to co-host, um, uh, I guess it was the Miss Universe 
pageant on CBS with Bob Barker, but to doing a little homework uh, prior to our broadcast, I didn't real. I mean, I, I, I didn't realize that um, uh, you know she was a she, she was a singer for you know for the Tommy Dorsey band back in the day, and then uh, go, you know tying it back to television, she was married to Frank Duvall. Uh, the band leader who, um, you know, composed a lot of TV themes, including the theme for the Brady Bunch. She was very prolific. She also did some uh, co-hosting on the Today Show. That's right. She was one of the Today Show girls. Yep, yep. Uh, when you listen to that montage, uh, it's uh, really sad to realize that so many, many, many of those wonderful interviews would be blatantly erased. I mean, today, it's easy to look back and say, well, you know, it shouldn't have been. At the time, the mindset was, uh, so what? But um, I'm, I'm just thankful that I was able to, I wish I would record it all. <laughs> I, I was able to do um, at least 72. And the reason why I didn't do more was because um, there was a time where um, I was in college, I wasn't home. And this did air in the afternoon. It, it aired, you know, uh, at a time when a lot of us were not at home. Um, over 1,000 broadcasts. Um, I'm looking at my notes here. Some of these, they were experimental color. There were seven shows in color. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the series lasted 118 weeks. Uh, there were some reruns, not many. I counted 25. Um, and... On separate occasions, it was rare, one guest filled the entire show. Um, and I have a few of those. I remember Danny Kaye was one of those. Steve McQueen was one of those. In fact, an interesting anecdote regarding the Steve McQueen um, air check. Um, a, if you go to um, UCLA's web, you will see what they have as holdings. There are 46 that they have. And uh, there is no record of who brought these in many, many years ago. But they were dropped off. And, and I had discussed this um, at one point uh, with um, Dan Einstein, who uh, told me that they were, they were left anonymously. And they were left as 35-millimeter prints Think about it. These are 35 millimeter kinnies, which were not typical. Usually, a kinescope was 16 millimeter. Right. But originally, these were tape. And out of all the 46 that UCLA uh, has, two were without soundtrack. Uh, at least one now is without soundtrack. The other they have now because of me, and that is because a production studio um, got a hold of me about seven years ago, and they were doing a, bio a biography on Steve McQueen mm -hmm. for the biography A&E, and uh, he made very few interviews on TV, McQueen. Um, they realized that the Kinney did exist at UCLA, but without sound. So we, we made a transaction, and they used my audio, married it up to the Kinney at UCLA, and uh, there was about a minute of it used in that 44-minute biography, and they did a great job. Sound is pristine. Um, if you ever see that show, you'll see Steve McQueen wearing a mic that size of my fist. <laughs> Forget about lavaliers. Uh, it, was, it was really wonderful to see that marriage. And that happens quite often. Uh, from time to time, you will see where storage of the um, image 
um, will be uh, 30, in this case, it was a 35 millimeter safety picture positive with no negative track because typically you would have two separate elements, the negative track and the picture. And then you'd have to spend some money in order to marry it up. This was missing the negative track. And the other missing track is, uh, just for the record, uh, Janet uh, Monroe. But uh, this is a good example of how uh, have taped off the air audio uh, very well was uh, the, uh, uh, the missing link that was able to uh, create uh, an interview that was very rare to be inserted into the spine of uh, Steve McQueen uh, documentary. And Phil, Phil Grice is the missing link, um, make, making it possible for some record of, of television shows, television specials, television mo- uh, moments in television news uh, that are otherwise not available to us. And you can find that by going to Phil's website, which is a tvaudio.com atvaudio.com the website for archival television audio the largest vintage tv soundtrack archive in the world featuring more than 15,000 hours worth of audio from more than 12,000 original television programs from the 50s, 60s and 70s for more information go to www.atvaudio.com Phil excellent stuff as always we'll talk to you next time thank you so much Ed A reminder that Don Collier, Confessions of an Acting Cowboy, is available on DVD. You can order it separately by emailing discmasters.fulfillment at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-C-M-A-S-T-E-R-S, discmasters.fulfillment at gmail.com. You can also order it through Don Collier's website, doncollieractingcowboy.com. Also a reminder that Kent McRae, Laughter Love, and television is included among the extra features in the High Chaparral, the final season DVD collection available through our friends at Shout Factory. And as Susan McRae mentioned, Kent McRae, the man behind the most beloved television shows, is available through Amazon.com and wherever books are sold online. Susan McRae is also the host of Kaleidoscope, a morning magazine show that is heard both on Friday mornings and on Sunday mornings on our affiliate station, KSAV.org. To learn more about the life of Philo Farnsworth, the inventor of television, go to thehistoryoftv.com, thehistoryoftv.com. For more information on Phil Savinick, go to Phil Savinick, S-A-V-E-N-I-C-K, philsavinick.com. That'll do it for our program this week, folks. At Robertson, behalf of Tony Figueroa, and down to Alan Phil Grace and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.